Welcome to the Annie Centre podcast. My name is Justin Kingdon. And I'm Dr. Anne Chalfont. And in this episode, we will be discussing Dr. Chalfont's book, Managing Anxiety in People with Autism. One mother, one mission to create a world where families thrive. Dr. Anne Chalfont, internationally acclaimed clinical psychologist family therapist, author, and mother of four children, brings you powerful and practical parenting techniques from her clinical and personal experience. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. So before we start talking about the book, and let's talk about the new addition to the family, our dog. Sarai. Sarai. The newest Newfie-poo in Australia. <laughs> Which is? <laughs> a cross-Newfoundland poodle. And poodle, right. Yes. And uh, The first litter of them in Australia yes. that we know of. Yeah. And it's been... She's beautiful. Yes. It's been amazing. Amazing breeder. Incredible family. Uh, Shout out to Highland Groodles and Newfie-poos. That's right, in Braidwood. In the Southern Highlands. Fantastic people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, the children love her. Absolutely. We've never, we've never had a dog in the family and now we do. Um, and, uh, it's like having a new baby in a way, <laughs> in a way. Um, and she had her first bath tonight. So we all got incredibly wet <laughs> and anxious. Yes. And anxious. So that's, that's what we wanted to do <laughs> in this episode was to, um, you've written, a few books. So in this episode, we're going to discuss this particular book, Managing Anxiety in People with Autism. So um, for those who aren't familiar with, with the book, uh, can I ask first, who is the book for? The book is for a range of people, actually. So it's for people with autism, first and foremost, but in trying to address the anxiety challenges of people with autism, um, it's also for their families in terms of trying to give tips and practical advice and strategies to families, particularly parents or caregivers. And then it's also for those professionals who may support individuals with autism, whether they're allied health professionals or whether they're teachers. There's different sections in the book that cover uh, those different areas that professionals might work in. Um, and so it's, yeah, for that group of individuals or across those different groups. And, and what motivated you to write this book? I was actually asked to write the book. Um, and I think that was off the back of uh, some research that at the time, and now we're going back quite a way, so many years ago, um, off my doctoral research, which uh, was looking at anxiety in individuals with autism. And what we know now very well and what we, what we knew, what was emerging then was a large body of evidence telling us that people with autism spectrum disorder um, were far more prone to experiencing anxiety than other individuals in the population um, as well as other individuals who may have other types of disabilities, whether that's intellectual delay or uh, other diagnoses. So um, it was a big problem and is a big problem or challenge for people with ASD or autism spectrum disorder. 
So our research um, and my doctoral research looked at a treatment program um, drawing on the principles of cognitive behaviour therapy, which um, in mainstream clinical psychology is one of the best treatments for anxiety disorder uh, or anxiety disorders in, in people. And what we were looking at in my research was applying that model, if you like, that psychological treatment model to people with autism and their anxiety difficulties and seeing if it could be equally beneficial for them. So I think off the back of that research, I was contacted by people at Woodbine House um, who published this book. And they asked me if I would be willing to write a book. And I had never really thought of writing a book until they contacted me. And it wasn't high on my list, to be honest, of things that I was planning to do at that stage in my life. Um, but I uh, put together some suggestions for some chapters, sent that to them, and they were very keen um, to proceed with a book from there. And so I wrote it. Excellent. Um, what is the purpose of this book? So there's, I suppose, again, multiple purposes um, with the book. One, one purpose is to be as practical as possible in giving suggestions for support and strategies and treatment for individuals with autism spectrum disorder. There's many, many books out there that target ASD or autism. Um, a few of them target the anxiety challenges of individuals with autism. There's, there's much more these days than there were when I first wrote this book. Um, but in terms of really practical, direct assistance to families, um, that was one of the purposes of the book, to be as practical and easy to follow as possible so that parents or professionals or teachers could pick up the book and read some detailed information or strategies that they could implement basically the next day um, or immediately with a client or a child with ASD in order to help them um, reduce anxiety difficulties. So that was one main purpose. And I suppose the other, as I said, this came off the back of some research that we had done. So it was to be evidence-based in our approach to anxiety. It was to draw on the the growing, um, the, the emerging scientific literature at that time of which our study was, was one important study and now there's been many since then to suggest uh, that cognitive behaviour therapy was a good option for people with autism spectrum disorder, as good an option for them as it is in, in mainstream psychological uh, treatment for anxiety. So it was to, to address that and, and then to target treatment from two pathways was the other purpose of the book. So to look at the idea of direct treatment in terms of therapeutic approaches and strategies. Um, so really working directly with children or adolescents and, and their families um, in terms of things like uh, learning how to shift unhelpful thinking or anxious thinking styles into more realistic, more rational ways of thinking. Um, things like exposure therapy or, or graded hierarchies, which are all about basically putting it simply facing fears one gradual step at a time and building from that. So that's a, they are more direct approaches that draw on cognitive behaviour therapy principles, um, as well as the other pathway, which was more indirect approaches. So how could teachers and professionals working with individuals with autism who experience anxiety adjust things in their broader environment um, how might they restructure their classrooms, for example? What kind of whole classroom interventions or strategies could they use uh, in order to benefit 
individuals with autism and reduce, I suppose, lower levels of anxiety on a day-to-day basis or a more general basis. And what does the book offer? Uh, And what are some of the key features of this book? So for each section of the book, uh, maybe if I go through the structure of the book. So the book, Mm -hmm. um, as I said, is broken down into those two broad areas. There's a section which really outlines what anxiety is, um, anxiety across the lifespan, so looking at this kind of developmental trajectory of anxiety in people um, with autism, as well as um, understanding the reasons why people with autism may be more susceptible to anxiety than other individuals. And as I said, there's a lot of research to support that argument now. Um, we know that they're in fact four times more likely, um, or, you know, than the general population, than, than the, the prevalence rates, sorry, are four times higher in individuals with autism spectrum disorder than they are for the general population and prevalence of anxiety in the general population. So significantly higher, really huge, um, huge prevalence. So um, one of the features is around explaining anxiety and helping families and professionals understand the way anxiety prevents, presents in individuals with autism spectrum disorder and, and why um, and the research around that now. And then the book moves into treatment. And as I said, it focuses on treatment in two, in a two pronged approach. One is direct interventions and the other is indirect interventions. Um, so they're the, they're the sort of three areas that the book covers. And for each of the chapters in the book, there are case studies to begin the chapter that were drawn from my own clients, uh, you know, populate clinical work and client population as well as research. Um, and then as opposed to bring to life or, you know, kind of operationalize, if you like, um, the, the focus points of each chapter and then through the chapter, again, very practical, um, you know, often lists and a range of strategies are discussed in detail, uh, for families and professionals to work with, uh, individuals with ASD who have anxiety. So they're the main features of the book and it covers, as I said, a range of ages, um, and a range of levels of functioning. Individuals with autism can be um, what we may call high functioning versus um, be more impacted. And uh, the book was trying to target across all those levels of functioning as well. So some strategies for those who have higher support needs versus those who may have less support needs. It, it, I mean, it's an incredible statistic what you mentioned, that the prevalence is four times yes. greater anxiety um, that must have a, an enormous impact then in how uh, a teacher, for example, would approach a child with autism in the classroom and how they would help manage that. Um, understanding that specific fact would be an enormous benefit, I, c- I could imagine. Definitely. And and I think not just in how they would um approach the child but in understanding you know one of the things that we looked at in the book and certainly has come about in the literature since is as I said what are the reasons why you know this population people with ASD are more susceptible to anxiety and one of the main reasons is um, around what we call intolerance for uncertainty these individuals with ASD or people with autism um, have a, a large intolerance for uncertainty, difficulty with change. Um, and so if that's their general thinking style, then they're more susceptible 
um, when there is shifts and change to becoming anxious, they can be more rigid, more black and white, I suppose, in their general thinking style. And that sort of thinking style being black and white is characteristic of anxiety anyway. Mm. So it's little wonder that they're then more vulnerable. But I think teachers being aware of that or professionals, allied health professionals being aware of that, yes, it does make a big difference when you're, you have a child in your classroom. And uh, understanding them is the first step really towards being able to support them. Sometimes just having empathy um, goes a long way towards uh, a feeling as a teacher that you can make a difference uh, in supporting a child in the classroom. So that in and of itself, I I hope and I I believe was beneficial um, as well as the specific strategies around how to, you know, structure learning, how to increase, um, you know, learning in a step-by-step manner, um, how to, you know, arrange the classroom, how to look at visual supports, you know, a number of sorts of things Mm. um, that are addressed in the book. And, you know, we just talked about professionals and so forth, but this book, as you said, you, you you can really match the practical experience that you have, lived experience, uh, with the academic research as well because of the fact you you, you run your own clinic. Um, the, the next question is, is that then how can this book help parents? Because I know it's, as you said, it's, it's easy to access. So how can this book help parents with children with autism that have anxiety? So the, the case studies, I think, again, in the book, um, allow parents to see that they're not alone. Um, and again, that level of reassurance or normalising um, their experience with that of other parents of kids with ASD is beneficial, gives them some confidence and some validation um, to begin with. Then the strategies which are extremely practical and detailed um, with lots of different examples, as I said, examples that go across the age range and also the level of functioning or the range of functioning, um, arm parents with the kind of tools and skills that they need. So it's skilling them up to directly or indirectly address anxiety in their child or teenager with ASD. Um, And I, I think, you know, in, in doing that, Uh, It gives parents confidence also to learn to manage their own anxiety, which is an indirect benefit of the book. But we know in general in the literature, in the scientific literature, that anxious kids tend to come from anxious parents. And that's certainly no different really for those on the autism spectrum as well. Obviously, maybe more understandably, parents of kids with ASD can run more anxious And uh, there are strategies in the book as well for parents to manage parental anxiety, um, whether that relates to their child's needs or their own personal challenges. Um, But there's a, yeah, so there's, I suppose, a gamut um, of of options for families and things that they can draw from then uh, in the book. So uh, what is the research uh, that supports the treatments and strategies you suggest in the book? Um. So the, the, the main one that I've mentioned already is cognitive behavior therapy and the research around that. And at the time that we wrote or that I wrote this book, um, it, it was emerging, um, with some good, a couple of really good papers to suggest that CBT is a good treatment option for individuals with autism spectrum disorder and anxiety. And then, uh, since then there has been loads of research to back up. Uh, I suppose that claim, lots of different studies with large groups now of kids and adolescents with 
autism and anxiety, looking at CBT uh, and treating anxiety. And then the, I suppose, other aspects of research that the book draws on are um, the use of, again, things like work systems and visual support, structured teaching methods in the classroom. Um, and a lot of that comes uh, from the work of uh, TEACH, which is a uh, centre at the University of North Carolina. Um, so the teaching and education of children with ASD and other communication difficulties and a lot of research through that centre around the need for visually enhanced um, environments to uh, make clear learning environments and, and uh, make more concrete the learning experience for people with autism spectrum disorder so that they then feel less overwhelmed, more confident um, and more capable in a classroom setting, which in turn makes them less anxious. So uh, they're two examples. So what is the age range that the book is targeting in terms of um, not readership but in terms of the children? We, we target in the book um, – children from as young as preschool age up to high school age. Um, most of the strategies probably relate to kind of early primary school and into high school, um, but we do look across the age range um, in different chapters of the book. And, and, in fact, in most chapters of the book, we try and convey strategies that would be applicable across a wide age range with different examples for different ages. And so then in terms of those examples mm -hmm. and, and the practical information you provide, so how easy is it to follow those strategies that mentioned in the book? Dead easy, <laughs> to <Right>. be direct <laughs> and to be blunt. Um, it's not highbrow, the book. It's very um, accessible. It's written. It's not written for professionals only um, with lots of technical jargon um, and, you know, convoluted lingo. It is meant to be easy to follow. And I, and I am a very um, big believer, and I think hopefully that comes through in these podcasts, in, you know, reducing information down to simplified forms so that anyone can access um, good strategies and good support. And I think that definitely comes through in the book. And, and in fact, you know, to be honest, the feedback on, the, you know, that the book has had, the kind of commendations that it's received and, and uh, you know, various reviews on Amazon and other places like that, all seem to suggest, you know, that that's not just my opinion, but that's the opinion of people who take it up and read it, that, uh, you know, certainly from parents to professionals, they find it very user-friendly. Um, the strategies are easy to implement. They're easy to understand. Um, they're explained in enough detail and sort of a step-by-step -step format that someone can run with it straight away. And, you know, the book was a finalist in the International Book of the Year Awards um, some years ago. So I think, you know, again, I, I would suggest that that's an indication that people find the book accessible, easy to follow, easy to implement. Excellent. Thank you very much for sharing that information with us uh, about uh, your book, uh, Managing Anxiety in People with Autism. Uh, as you mentioned, it is available for purchase on Amazon. Also, it's available for purchase on the Annie's Centre website. Mm -hmm. uh, so all you need to do is go to www.anniescentre.com. That's A-N-N-I-E-S-C-E-N-T-R-E.com and simply navigate to the shop uh, section on the website and you can see the book is available for purchase there. So again, it's available on Amazon. 
as well as the Annie's Center website. Dr. Chalfont, thank you for sharing uh, the information about your book, Managing Anxiety and People with Autism, with us today. Thank you for discussing it. My pleasure. The Annie's Center podcast was brought to you by Annie's Center Proprietary Limited. Please visit anniecenter.com and subscribe to receive the latest updates and digital downloads from Dr. Anne Shalfant. 